right, and we're back, me and Reggie, yeah. with the Weird Science Marvel, Marvel Unlimited Reading Club, is what That's we right. call it, I Merc. believe. Yes, Merc. this is episode two, and with these bunch of first episodes, what we're trying to do is it kind of go with the issues that introduce some of the bigger characters, and obviously mm. this is going to be one of them. This would be Thor, because we're talking about Journey into Mystery 83, and it's not very long, number one. So if you mm-hmm. go into uh, the Marvel app and, and get this, which, again, all of these will be on the app, it's 14 pages. And with that... There were, there it, were two other stories in yeah. this issue besides this Thor, and, and they still managed to get three acts out of it though yeah still, and, and that, i was gonna say that out of it. yeah <laughs> and i was gonna say because it's obvious when you go and read this that okay they weren't really concerned about the other stories so they just put the thor story here and yeah. it's pretty dense i mean you get a lot of panels per page and a lot of story in it like you said you get three acts one more ridiculous than the next it seems <laughs> i mean th- this I one's another one that if we're not laughing by the end i, oh, I yeah. don't know what happened because uh Thor's origin is a little wacky, and I think that – and I told you that when I was reading it, and you agreed too, um, I, we don't think that many people really would know. If you went and, and just polled people in general, e- even people who are Marvel fans on on Twitter – even mm. and said, "Hey, what's Spider-Man's origin?" Most people are going to get, uh, you know, the sure. concept of it. Oh, he's bitten by a spider. You, you know, you could even go yeah. that, you know, minor there. You mm. ask, uh, you ask, like where uh, we have other characters intros. Fantastic Four. Oh, you know, the 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 rays got them, and they did, you know, all that stuff. You asked Thor. And I don't know that anybody – it's going to be like 1% of the people who are going to I mean, know. It's because it's Thor is a Norse god. So technically yeah. he was around before any of the Marvel heroes. You know, yeah. He has been around for thousands of years. But even the even the in Marvel history, I mean it's just a, it's just a matter of some guy found Mjolnir. You know, yeah. There's not much – there's really not a whole lot more to say except that the events of this particular story are yeah. amazing and should be detailed because oh, they're, they're ridiculous. They're crazy. And yeah, <laughs> and with that, you can tell then that Stan Lee must have thought, hey, you know, we want to have Thor. It's a weird thing, too, because as you grab Thor as a character, it's kind of public domain. You, you can't own uh-huh. Thor. So you have to kind of do some things around that. But you know, Stan Lee had to have been like, I just don't want to write a, a book about a god. There has to be a human connection. So, uh-huh. so he gets to that human connection. <laughs> I don't understand. I mean, there, there's times in stories where, you know, somebody is granted power and stuff like this. The way this is set up and also the craziest backstory going on while it's going, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's priceless. It, is, it, re- but, uh, it really is a uh, series it's, of it's crazy. unfortunate it, oh events. Oh, my goodness. Um, you know? It really is. And it is Journey into Mystery number 83. Uh, the cover dates August 1962. The name of the story, Thor the Mighty and the Stone Men of Saturn, written by <laughs> Stan Lee, penciled by Jack Kirby, inked by Joe Sinote. Is that how you'd say it? Sinote. Sinote. Yeah. yeah, I'm always the worst. And lettered by Artie Simek. Simek. I would say Simek, yeah, I believe it is. Or it could be uh, Simek, I don't know. Simek, yes. But uh, with that, when when I went through this, uh, number one, uh, again, you're a huge Jack Kirby fan. And sure. I am kind of getting more introduced to a lot of the Jack Kirby stuff uh, recently. Actually, I really like this. I, I actually like the art a lot. And 
just the first page. Like, you have the cover. Cover's ridiculous, number one, because he's going to fight these stone men of Saturn. And, and again, the, the cover has a different colored stone men. They're green <laughs> air. And they're jumping out of what appears to be a commando helicopter. I don't understand. But yeah, we, well, the, we had this. The cover, the cover was written based on a radio report, you have to understand. Yes. So they, they didn't get the televised no, information they didn't get until the, they drew the interior. Exactly. Yeah. And with that, uh, we, we even joked around about the Fantastic Four cover. So that makes me laugh. But when you open it up and you have the Thor the Mighty and the stone men from Saturn there, you have this credits type page uh that thor there is like what i think of when i think of thor when i was a kid like i would see yeah. thor comics it's really good and he has his belt on which is the best that you even put in the notes there that he does have this famous yes. belt the belt of strength uh i'm not even gonna i'll, I'll attempt which, to which read. i don't i don't think ever even comes up in no the ever again it He's looks just like a wrestling belt it's the best thing ever on it. it's, it's i really want that amazing. belt oh yeah, yeah. it's a it's like a Harley Davidson symbol with a T in it, but it looks like he is some sort of WWE champion, and it's the best. But yeah, it actually doubles his power. You said when you Ooh. in the notes here, and it is called Medjingajungdrar. I, I would say right, yeah. is how you pronounce it. Making Medjingajungdrar. I don't know. And this is where I'll also give Stanley full credit. He's writing this. You have Milner. I've heard 800, you know, different sure, pronunciations of that. Uh, and but he doesn't go too much. He he realizes I don't want to bog people down with these names that nobody yes. can pronounce. So it, when you read this, you expect the way things are going, and especially now in this fresh start with uh, Jason Aaron, it's so heavy with the old Norse names. Yeah. It, it kind of you know it messes with you. This is is very user friendly. You're not going to get much of that. Plus, they even get Monier, who, who they he wants to make it so that they're is a common object that it turns into it's it's ridiculous to me of course but, so you know, it, i mean i mean he's you know this is not an instructive uh thing in fact i i would doubt that stanley or jack kirby even like brushed no. up as much no. as we did for this stupid yeah, for this i don't think so either this. they were just like they probably saw yeah. something in a movie and slapped it together i do want to say just real briefly though i almost wish we could have to compare against this splash page the other comics that were on the racks at this exact yeah, yeah. Month because you would definitely see the. I mean, it really is nothing. It's Thor. He's got his hammer towards hammer you. It's kind of like blasting you, yeah. out. But compared to every other splash page on the on the stands from DC and Harvey and it, Dell and whatever, it, it would have been like night and day. I mean, this yeah. is this is the kind of image. This is why this stuff grabbed people. Like yeah. holy crap, this I is. I mean, a whole it is. Do. I mean, yeah. you see that, like, and even there, you have it, and it's funny because you you have no idea how they're playing it or whatever, and it's just Thor pointing the hammer at you, and he says. The legend has come true by the will of the gods. I am alive. I am invincible. I am Thor. And it, it's such a cool little deal. And, yeah, I, I'm telling you right now, if that was in a comic right now, yeah, maybe people would be like, boy, they're old school there. But it's still really good. I think it would still work, you know, with yeah. updated artwork and stuff. So Yeah, uh, and then it gets into it. And, of course, you have some real little panels because they're telling this this longer story in the short form deal uh, <laughs> that it's not as good. But it's still good. I, I actually really like it. But it's Donald Blake is this guy and they they pretty much 
just explain him as Dr. Blake. He's an American and he's vacationing in Europe. And, and yeah, the guy, it's, the guy is in his suit. He's got his hat. He's a very proper guy. He, he has a walking problem, as they say. He's yeah. got a, he's got a, a cane and he's walking. And the best thing, it just starts. This is on the slash, you know, the credits page where you've <laughs> already seen Thor. All of a sudden you just see, uh, Dr. Donna Blake walking around Europe with his cane. Huh. Luckily he didn't turn behind him because there is a spaceship landing. And, and yeah. it, it goes on to say like stuff like, you know, oh, the world would have been so different if the, if either of these two entities would have known what's going on. And you have the stone men come out that look like a combination of Thing and the Easter Island statues. That's exactly right. That, yeah, that's no, what I, they I are. It's definitely pulled from Easter Island. And, you know, this is a common, even back going before the Marvel Age, when he used to draw the horror comics for yeah. uh, Marvel. Yeah. It's a common Jack Kirby rock face. He, yeah. he obviously likes drawing Rocky Rocks. characters yeah. for some reason. Yeah. So the, these guys get out and they, they realize, and this is Donald Blake has walked away. So he did not see this. Well, these mm-hmm. rock guys come to Earth and are so excited that they're stronger. They're almost like a Superman-esque thing where they're from Saturn. They come to Earth and just like, boy, on Earth we're real strong. And then start to brag and show off their powers. The one guy just goes over and goes, look at me. I'm grabbing this tree out of the ground. Rips it out. Then this other guy's like, huh. You know what I'm going to do? Jump off this cliff. He yeah. just jumps up in three, four panels of him jumping off a cliff and then landing like nothing can harm me. Invincible. And then they, then after that, they just decide to pull out a ray gun and, and shoot the tree. I, I just, I don't understand, but they're showing know, well, you. It's like, why are we, so the strength is irrelevant. You already have a yes, fucking like, matter dissolver, you know what I mean? And, and the other thing is, all right, so you're stronger due to the like, the, you know, different gravity, but you don't know that you can withstand a fall from a cliff, you know no, what I mean? For all you no, know, your body has become explosive. It would have been the best. Contact, yeah, it would have yeah. been the best. They hit and just up. fall apart. Don't, don't, and this explains why Norway, <laughs> it explains why Norway's so rocky. The, exactly. These Saturn yeah. guys keep coming down and jumping off cliffs. This one guy just jumps in. He's the yelling as he jumps off the cliff. Watch yeah. his head through my vulnerability. Ah, he's yelling as he's going down. I know nothing of this puny earth. He, he's yelling and then, yeah, they, they end up. Well, while this is going on, you see an old salt sailor ends up seeing them and he runs into the village and starts telling everybody like oh my god we're being invaded there's these rock men uh, a, i don't a know where that appears entirely populated with old salt with sailors, old salt no sailors one else, yeah, nobody else everybody looks like the prototypical old man yeah. sailor they have their hats and the pipe oh what's going on here and, oh it's the best and he's saying like listen i know this sounds fantastic but they're there, and I don't know how, and they're rock men. And this is where Donald Blake is sitting in the back, and he's thinking to himself, boy, that does sound fantastic, yet the man doesn't appear mad. He looks mad to me. And he's like, I wonder. And so he starts to go back to where he was to check this out. Now, in the meantime, I don't know what these guys are doing. The stone men of Saturn kind of seem to be standing around and talking about stuff. About mm-hmm. And basically, out of nowhere, as Donald Blake's watching with his cane, remember what we said, anybody who sees us, death to them, right? Death you know, they're, to they're, any who discover so our so great. They probably yeah. spent the last five minutes still boasting and showing I off think their they power. Were. Yeah. Look, Look at how me. I can throw this boulder <laughs> in the air and crack it on my Look, head. I'm going to crack uh, this thing. 
building a, a bridge? Ha, huh? not to me. Uh, yeah, that's all because they're, they're just standing there together. And as they're saying, they're, they look to be in like a, a little like horse pasture or something. There. There's a thing. They're just sitting there. And of course, Donald Blake's there. He's watching. I don't know why. I really don't know why he went back to see this. Just I guess he was curious because sure. he's there and uh, he steps on, a, you know, the classic. He steps on a twig yeah. and it makes noise. Oh, no. Now they're after him and he starts running again. This is a guy with a cane. He can't walk well. So he's running. All of a sudden he's on the cliff face, you know, running up. I don't know where he's running to as well. He loses his cane. So now he's crawling up a mountain yeah, while these rock the cane, guys. One leg must be like just dangling. He's just yeah. like a, three, a three-legged spider going on, scrambling up the cave. The progression of this is so crazy because he, he's there. He he finds you know a, a cave entrance. He goes into this cave. He's trying to get away from these guys, and he ends up sitting against a wall, which then opens like a secret <laughs> door, which is one of my favorite things. But I I'm know. telling you, the way it's set up, I don't really know how he wasn't crushed to death. The way he just leads again. This huge thing comes in. It's like, oh, yeah. this wall I mean, it, has it, an it, opening. It's like it's like four feet thick. This thing yeah. is tremendous. Oh, it's <laughs> humongous. It's humongous. And he's like, huh? And he looks in, and on a stump, th- there's a cane. So he's mm. like, well, uh, you know, I mean, really, how how much luck can a guy have? <laughs> he uses a cane. He, he lost the cane. cane. He, lost he leads he against found- a wall. Now he finds a cane. And again. Remember, we're talking about the origin of Thor. So if none of this seems like, boy, where is this going? It's so <laughs> ridiculous because then he decides because he's trying to get out of this cave. And he yeah. goes in and it's got this huge boulder that's blocking what he thinks is the exit to, to kind of go back doorway. So he sees and uses like with, uh, you know, a lever and a, a stick, I can move the world, whatever the whole deal is. He sees this cane, doesn't think I need a cane. He thinks... I have a lever now, goes mm. and tries to use it to move this boulder. And because because the stick hits the boulder, that's when he's transformed into Thor. Yep. There you go. You're Thor now. And he's Thor. And the, the best thing that makes me so happy, and I used to see this again as a kid when I would, you know, my one friend, I've talked about it before, my one friend's dad, uh, they were divorced, and his dad must have been a big Marvel guy. The guy looked like a, a miniature Gene Simmons. He uh-huh. would show up at the house on the weekends where I would hang out with this guy, uh, Chad, his name was, and he'd have like the slick black, like longish uh, black hair. He'd wear like leather pants and a leather jacket. Scared the shit out of me. But he would come and he would give a, like a whole bunch of comics. So I think he saw him once a month. So he'd just drop off a month's worth of comics. And I'd wow. go through and this is where I'd, I never read them. I would just look at the covers. But sure. at points I'd page through. And I always did like that Molnir had the saying on the hammer. I know. And it used to make me laugh as a kid thinking even then like Really? Like, what is that? The instructions are right on there, and it makes me. They gotta laugh. be on there because, it, well, it used to come with a pamphlet, but that got lost a that long got time lost. ago. It would get lost, you know especially transforming, up, so transforming from a cane right on the hammer. That <laughs> you way, you have to. Uh, These guys no are what it's so. About. It, it always made me laugh, and it's here where all of a sudden he turns in, you know, and there's a big, you know, a transformation that's like a, almost like a radioactive looking thing. Kind yeah. of, it kind of dissipates and then becomes Thor. There's I mean, lightning I was, all around. I was actually really interested. In, in like looking at this now with like my modernized because obviously this was a real collusion between the colorist and yeah, yeah. the artists you know what I mean yeah. like it's 
especially that second panel, it's like almost all the colorists. If the yeah. colorists didn't delineate the the figure, you would no. have, it would just look like a bunch of nonsense. Yeah, you know it looked I mean? like so nonsense. It's, uh, and, interesting. And, yeah, and then and it's funny too because as they're playing it, now we've already seen Thor and the first page, but he is playing it with the Thor in shadow until you read the bit. hammer. And then all of a sudden he's Thor, and he's swinging the hammer around. He's so happy, too. He looks so happy, too. <laughs> he him. looks so happy. happy. Plus, like, I uh, am Thor. Wee! He is. He's so great. He's the legendary god of thunder. I am Thor. He's there. He's swinging the hammer, which is giving off a green hue as it goes. I, I don't understand. But this is him basically then going into part two of this comic of, look at me. I can pick up this rock like it's cardboard. And mm-hmm. he picks up this boulder. He's all happy with himself. And he goes off, and now he's basically Thor. But as we go, uh, Stan Lee's going to give us some of the rules by showing us what happens. He ends mm-hmm. up dropping the hammer. He comes back to Donald Blake. He runs over, picks up the hammer again. He's Thor again. And again, right there, that page where he becomes Thor again, just just the drawing of that Thor is awesome. It's so yeah. good. I mean, just everything I, about I, it. I have, to, I have to say that one of the things that's making this work so well is Joe Sinnott's inking. You'll notice yeah, the faces yeah. look good. Oh, they look looks so very good. happy. Yeah. The, the details. This is not to impugn Jack Kirby, but a lot of the fine detail here is oh, yeah. put in by Joe Sinnott, and it's it's it works very well for this character. I'll and tell you and I I love the fact that it's like in that in that bottom page there of it, uh, you do kind of get the look of okay, you know what? I can see Donald Blake is Thor the way like it's the proper Donald Blake, and then the party in the and then the front and the right. back when he's Thor, the flowing hair and stuff. Yeah. I mean, uh, right away I just want that look, just have that look. But <laughs> you now want that? And, you yes, need to wear and, the and helmet though. You're going to wear yes, the winged. Helmet. Oh, the helmet's the best. And, and with this, though, as you go, it makes me laugh because they're they're making up rules. And the rules are, number one, they want to have – you have a hammer. Obviously, you want to be able to do some things with it. One of the biggest things that Thor does is throw the hammer. Now, they've already set up – if you drop the hammer, you, you uh, turn back to yourself. You turn back to Donald Blake. For 60 but seconds. they've kind of got away from the idea of Thor – really being an actual person that yeah. you said. We saw that more with Jane Foster J- when Jason Aaron was doing that, that when she became non-Thor, she was, you know, Jane Foster with cancer, and that was the mm-hmm. whole back and forth. But Thor himself, we've pretty much gone away from this Donald Blake. I, I don't think we're ever seeing or I mean, hearing. It, it, He's Odin's son now. He just there, goes uh, with Secret it. Yeah. identities. But the, this one especially, you have to wonder. I, I can't think of anybody who would be like, hmm, do I, do I want to be Jim Warner or do I want to be yeah, Thor? Yeah, I want to be I Thor. Think, I think I'm going to be Thor. I think I'm going to stay yeah, being yeah, Thor. I think I will too. Well, he starts throwing the hammer around. He's breaking trees. Everybody in this comic has a, a an aversion to trees. They These poor the trees. trees. Yeah, they hate, they, they hate them. They hate them. They just see he throws it through. And again, that's him. You know, we're we're being shown the power. He also does the power of a tornado. He's got lightning coming out. Yeah, I mean, he's it's got the weather. Like he's yeah. like the weather wizard of Marvel here. Oh, yeah. And that's also something they kind of got away from. Although he still does control. Uh, some amount of like lightning yeah, and rain. Yeah. He can't just conjure hurricanes and tornadoes. No, no now, I mean, I know at least. I mean, yeah, I, I well, and this is it. the thing with this. You know, they're, they're throwing everything at you here, and they are really making a really overpowered hero. Uh, that really the only thing that should stop him in this is if you drop the hammer for 60 seconds. So, that's he, it. Yeah. yeah, that's about it, because then it goes. But then out of nowhere, it's funny because he's like, okay, what else can this do? Well, 
I think that if I stamp this three times on the ground, it, it'll end the storm. But if I stamp it once on the I ground, know. I turn back to Donald Blake. I'm like, where would he get this from? Uh, they, sure, whatever. Yeah, well, we don't see the opposite side of the hammer. Actually, has those instructions on it where he reads those. But he just says this because they, you know, they want him to go back to being Donald Blake at this point because at this point – the stone men uh, of Saturn ha- have gone completely insane. A- at the one point, they want to not have anybody see them. They're, they're going to – we don't even really – I mean, what are they – besides being the aliens from Saturn who want to take over the world, we really don't get a lot from them. No, but no, they, no they, backstory. We don't know what they really want. No, why, no. Why they have picked I just thought they thing. wanted to show off. They just wanted yeah. to come and wreck things. So they go. Yeah. And they, so – they're being very – trying to be very inconspicuous leading up to this point. They're hiding out in a, in a pasture. They're talking about if anybody sees this. So they end up going up in their spaceship, but to make sure that nobody gets to think what they are, they transform it to look like a dragon. A giant, gray, hideous dragon. A dragon! And it causes all these all these people, these guys in fighter jets, to bail out of their ship immediately. They're like, immediately. Oh, bail out of I, know. I love that term. Hit the silk. Hit the they're, silk. they're going. There's a dragon going through. So it's yeah, like, that. How is that better than a fleet of UFOs? I don't know. Really any any different? Like what the hell? What, what is yeah, wrong? That's all it was. It was to disguise a fleet. And it's a dragon. Then they just start getting – they start hitting them with missiles. You know, you have missiles. If there's a dragon, if it's a, a UFO, a dragon, a, you know, I don't even know. A Draculus, you're going to shoot it. So they start shooting it, and that's where Thor realizes, like, oh, God, I got to get back to being Thor because this is when he had stamped his – he's just Donald Blake standing there for three panels like, mm-hmm. oh, better be Thor. Like you said, who wants to be Donald Blake now? Exactly. The only thing it- you could do is maybe go to town to get some – I don't know. I'd the guy's got a gimpy leg. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess you might you might turn it to Donald Blake to get like regular service at the restaurant. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. You know, you know, but but one thing that actually did impress me then because then he becomes he's like I can't do anything about this, but Thor can. The God of Thunder, boom, he hits the thing. What really actually made me smile and I like is the idea. Of Thor spinning the hammer around and then pushing yes. it up to fly is such a huge thing, especially in the movies. And it's such yeah. a cool concept. And it's here. It right actually here surprised me. Yeah. It actually it's, surprised it's, me. Yeah, that, it's, that it it's one there. of the best things. It's one of yeah. the big hallmarks. And it's awesome. It's invented by Kirby and Lee yeah. right here. Yeah, before I he actually, it shocked me for all the silliness that's going <laughs> on that they did come up with this idea. Let's have him spend, like, I can imagine them sitting around like, well, we want him to fly because he's a god. But should we have him fly? Or how should we do it? Ah, spin it around and, and then point it up, and he does. He goes, and that leads to part three, where yes, all of a sudden, most, this now we oh, finally it's... get to a normal <laughs> chapter, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the rock Saturn men of the stone men of Saturn have now landed their ship. The, uh-huh. and, and so Thor flies to them. At one point, I thought he was flying up to them. They're there. Now they're going to fight. They have their laser guns. He's hitting with the hammer. But the best thing is it, they're playing mousetrap because yes. as this is going on, Thor is fighting him. And he goes under an obvious cage that is just above him in the air. And they're like, yep, he did it. He's now this, a prisoner. I mean, this cage is so weirdly bulky. It's like, what were you yes. going to trap velociraptors? I don't know what they thought they were going to do. Again, what what are they doing here? And they have this huge cage that out of nowhere is just above them. And it does get them. 
And it's not going to stop him. He no, just he bends just, it. He ooh, bends it, rips right it open, yeah, and goes. And then basically you have the idea of the aliens now of not really fully being defeated at this point, but saying, oh, no, he's very powerful. Uh, these <laughs> Earthlings are a little more. And I thought that this was going to be one of those where it's like, oh, you know, Earth is a little more powerful than we thought. Let's get out of here. No, no, they, they call in what, Reggie? Because it's your favorite. Yes, they call in the giant <laughs> robot, which is just, I mean, obviously, that's your Hail Mary play. You know, we don't know what to do. <laughs> it's let me let's call in the mechanic. Monster. Yes, That's what so, we need so to do. basically so. the stone men of Saturn have ch- are able to transform a fleet of UFOs to look like a dragon. They also have a huge cage that we have no idea what they have to trap Thor. And then in the end, like you said, the Hail Mary, just this giant robot that looks like the most unwieldy thing. Like it would just yeah. come out like a Frankenstein. It's almost and, like a Hanna-Barbera, like a robot or something, right? Yeah, it's such a yeah corny, that's like, what it is. Awkward oh, thing. it's so... <laughs> But the thing is, on top of all this, they have fucking disintegrating lasers. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> wouldn't that do? Isn't that you, enough? Yeah. And, yeah. and they have them. They're pointing at them. They don't uh. shoot them. At one point, they're just shooting, pointing at And Thor throws the hammer and knocks them out of his, their hands. But they don't pick them up then. Nope. They, they just That's leave the- them. They call in the robot in the best. As Thor's like, huh, this monstrosity looks like it has everything in its favor. <laughs> like, what does it? It can't barely. All you have to do is walk about- quickly to the right. <laughs> It's there's no way this thing yeah. is getting through any rocky terrain. Just go somewhere and then just use your hammer and hit it, which that's all he does. He ends up he's got everything in its favor except my hammer, which is my main thing. So basically it had nothing. He destroys it with a big clang, which mm-hmm. which does look cool. And then that's when this the rockman just standing there behind, all in fear. He has vanquished the Mechano monster. Oh, this human's too mighty. He's skilled in battle. We better skedaddle out of here. And they just end up running to their ships and just run. They just they, run they indoors. They just leave. They're done. Yeah. yeah. And then Thor's there. He's watching them go. He, he's pretty much taunting as they're going. Look, I've beaten them. All right. You know, nothing can stop me. So, but then he sees that the, the uh, NATO has shown up, the soldiers. <laughs> so he hits the, the hell? I don't know. He hits the hammer and then turns back to Donald Blake and then just starts walking away. And I yep. love it where you have what should be. More than a crime scene. I mean, this is Area 51 now. This should be quarantined. There should be nobody ever allowed in this place again. And yet they just look and go, huh, nobody here but that lame passerby. Like, they don't even question him about an alien invasion. He it's was there. Sense. He's not Earth-seeking yeah. weapon. It's yeah. like, why, why don't you, obviously, maybe he saw something. Don't yes. you want to talk to him? Why yet? aren't this, they going this would to be talk like, to him? This would be like if you heard a huge bang in your house, you ran into the room, and you see one of your kids walking away whistling innocently. <laughs> And you're going to be like, well, he can't be uh, anything to do with it. He has an empty glass in his hand, and there's milk on the floor everywhere. He, huh, I see your your cup is empty. You must not have been involved here. <laughs> well, I won't even question you about it. You are certainly innocent. It makes me laugh because basically all they're saying uh, legitimately is – 
That cripple cannot yeah. be anybody important, so let him go. Because they see the, as a king. The disabled are not valuable. That's again, all there is too. to it. It's very again, simple. And, and really, and, and again, he's also an American. He's a foreigner in this country. Yeah. You would think even that would make you want to talk to him. At least say, hey, buddy, what did you see? And yeah. Donald Blake's like, oh, nothing. Oh, okay. Get along, cripple. I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> they get that. And then it ends with an editor's note. And I want to ask you, is that a misspelling? Did they uh, misspell? So this, this is this is, is how it, it was originally done, okay, and I was glad to see this in the. Uh, this is Marvel Unlimited. We're using the digital version. Yeah, I've seen reprints where they've taken that extra R out. I mean, it's okay. stupid because it's spelt with one R the whole time, but then yes. two there. That's why, why I wondered. Yeah, why I, go there? I don't know. I, I have I no idea. <laughs> It makes no sense. It says, editor's note, Thor, the mighty, the greatest (laughs) new superhero of all time, will appear regularly in Journey into Mystery, reserved next month's issue and stuff like that. And, uh, again, we talked about the Fantastic Four in the first episode. And I, I actually, you know, I was impressed by that. I had, I told you, I had not really read any at all of the Fantastic Four. I really, until we did this fresh start, have not really read any Thor. I got, I caught up with Jason Aaron's Thor, the Jane mm-hmm. Foster, whatever. Uh, this actually, I really, really liked. I, I, I really had a lot of fun with it. It has mm-hmm. almost everything that me and you look for it's in so a deal. It has it's great art. It has yeah. so much ridiculousness of just the scenario going down, the dialogue, the situation. And it, it's 14 pages. And I, I would think that everybody, you would think that anybody who is a fan and has the Marvel Unlimited would go and read a lot of these first issues of things. That's why we're starting with a lot of these uh, to go. This it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to top this as a, a you know an introduction to a character because I thought it was Larry's plus. It gives you that whole deal that I always love that now I can throw shade at people when they don't know how. Hey, how did Thor? What, you know, what's the origin of Thor? What? Well, he's just the, he's a god. That's basically what everybody oh, will say. He's like, got, well, oh, you're let break me it down tell you, you, buddy. You, know, you mean Donald you've Boy, never the doctor, the good doctor? Where's <laughs> the doctor? Down, we don't I don't know. know. Don't that that was the other <laughs> thing. I'm like, is he there because he's a doctor or or yeah. what? They never tell you. He's actually then, a doctor of philosophy. He's one of those bullshit doctors yeah, where it's well, like, it oh, would, you, can't even, yeah, you can't even do medicine. What the well, hell? it would make sense that he's something like – I would even uh, – I'm surprised it's just not Norse history. But yeah, philosophy, sure. that makes sense though, the way he kind of acts with the – you know, knowing a bunch of the things. But yeah, if you say, well, it was a guy who needed a cane and cane became you know, Molnir and then from there he fought the stone men and their, their cage and their robot – uh, yeah, nobody's going to know what the heck you're talking about. So nope. I, I really did like it. I liked it a lot. Uh, if I, if we were rating these, which we will now, I actually give it a nine out of 10. I really Whoa. enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Made me laugh the whole time. And there's just a couple of those pages that I was just like, you know, this art is, is great. That, that yeah. first page, like we said, then it, it is funny. It's like basically every time there is a splash page, even when you have like the part two of the power of Thor when he's picking up, <laughs> I can lift this like cardboard. I, I don't uh-huh. know why he says that about a rock, but you know, all that, but it looks really good. But what would you give it? You know, I got to say, uh, what you're really seeing here is an economy of storytelling of comics, yeah. you know, and in a way that we don't see them today. In 15 pages, we're getting an, a story that feels longer than most modern oh, comics. Yeah. You know, yep. it feels definitely more packed with stuff. Plus, it's complete from beginning to end. There's a threat in the beginning. It's gone by the end. That's it. You know, yeah. it might come back later. That's uh, you know, for to be seen. 
Uh, I might come in a little lower than you, but uh, not much. Maybe eight point five. Yeah, something yeah. Like that I really liked it, and uh, I wish I wish that they. Value. Yeah, I wish that they um would have went where they're they're doing the new age of heroes, you know, with the damage and silence or all those books, and they claim we're doing it the Marvel way, the way that they're doing it, where you know, here's the story, you write it, then I put in the the word bubbles, and I, right. it was verified. I talked to V Ken Marion, who's going to be on the uh, new Challengers. He said legitimately that's how they're doing it, even when they change artists. They're, they're going to continue doing that. I actually wish that they had some of these guys go back and read like this and some of these things where you have these new heroes and it's taken six issues to even get their power set. And that's yeah. ridiculous. Like these are, you know, and there's there's something about not being as ridiculous nowadays with it, but you still can do that. I don't do think this st- exact story would fly. No, no you're this right. wouldn't. But, but, but essentially you, you walk away from this – a pretty much an expert on everything you need to know about the character going forward. Yeah, you know, yeah. you, there's no more to reveal. We, we're going to no. just go into the now story. Now you can go here. into the story. After 14 pages, you can just go into the story. And yeah, I, I kind of wish maybe you'd have a thing like, let's kind of pretend that it, you know, even have art that looks like Silver Age or something. So they, it's kind of a joke, but do this and then go forward with your book. But it just, some of these books just keep going. Like imagine the Aquaman story that we've been dealing with for oh a God. year and a half compared to this. And in yeah. this 14 pages, we learned so much more and keep going and go forward because in 14 pages, you can't be redundant. You have to just boom, 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 boom and go. And like you said, you have the basis. Uh, the threat arrives, and by the end, it's gone. That's all you need to do. In between, let's learn about Thor, and we do. But, yeah, thanks for listening to this one. That is the thanks, end of this. Everybody. Now, the next one is going to be Amazing Fantasy number 15, which Ooh. is Spider-Man's first appearance. Uh, one thing I read last night, because for some reason, I thought that the next one was going to be Iron Man's uh, first appearance, and I was reading that on the uh, the app last oh, night boy. after we got done recording, and, yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> There's another ah, whack you want to. And, um, and you were, the, you were, when you were saying before that uh, you know Thor is the craziest one, yeah. I was thinking like, oh, oh God, my goodness. Oh, I read it last night. And the thing is, I talked to Eric this week, and I'm like, oh, yeah, me and Reggie are going to do Thor's first. And I said, do you know? And he's like, I kind of remember Donald Blake, but then I was explaining he's laughing. And then he – and I said, oh, I'm going to check out Iron Man's. And he's like, ah, it's pretty much like the movie. I, I, I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's about 2% of what yeah. you can get about him making the suit to save himself from shot. Uh, after that, you have evil Chinese doctors and, okay. and crazy so wizards, racist. it seems. I'm like, what it's is so going racist. on? Oh, my God, it's so good. It's so, one of my uh, that'll, that'll probably be the one after Spider-Man. And Spider-Man's one of those that it's so important, but uh, that one you kind of... Have you, have you ever looked at that one? I have. I, I have. I, but Is there it, some... Uh, Steve Ditko treats to be yeah, revealed yeah. in that one as well. And, and that was the thing. When I saw this, it was funny because before I read this, uh, I ended up going and looking up uh, a bunch of things that I was I was reading. And this does list Steve Ditko as a penciler in this, this Thor thing. But I think that possibly he had another story 
in that that isn't yeah. the Thor one. So I'm it sure actually threw me because when I uh, open it up, I'm like, oh, that's cool. Maybe he shared the deal because I didn't know. And now I'm we've done enough, and you have shown me enough that you know I can I can recognize Jack Kirby's art now. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this isn't his. But yeah, that's why I was glad that maybe uh, having that amazing Fantasy 15 with Steve Ditko that'll be a cool deal to kind of tie into his passing and uh, check that out as well because I'm not that familiar with his art as a lot of people were when he passed and said a lot of stuff though it's funny when uh, I saw that on Twitter a lot of people you know sending out the condolences and things like Mm. that and I'm telling you every tweet is like I never met him I met him (laughs) once 10 years ago I sent him 15 letters he never returned them I mean that guy was such a private guy and and these are these are nice enough he didn't want to talk to me that's really yeah yeah basically that's the whole thing and i'm telling you these are comic creators like these are should be his people this isn't just me saying yeah i met steve ditko and i have a feeling that maybe if i would have met him at a diner he probably would have been nicer to me than maybe some of these creators that he just wanted to stay away from that. Yeah, he was like, you, would, you wouldn't be pestering about no, I'd be asking Dr. him if the chowder's good. Exactly. How's the clam chowder, buddy? Or I see him at the buffet and we start complaining that they, they have spaghetti at a buffet. That's nonsense. I'm sure he would agree. Uh, agree. But there it is. That, that's it. But yeah, the next uh, episode we're going to be doing again, Amazing amazing Fantasy number 15. Spider-Man's first appearance. So we'll see you there. Thank you, Reggie. Thank and you. And we'll see you later.